Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can listen to our Warren Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Warren Radio is on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music and Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. And do not miss the featured posts this week of our in-depth biblical articles and radio shows. Featured on both Warren-USA.com and DanaGlennSmith.com, America by their fruits. The Rising Prophecy Protocol on DanaGlennSmith.com, Patient Endurance and Righteousness, Living Life, Truth and Faith, Light, Judgment and the Word. On Warren-USA.com, Nations Prophecy End Time Battle for the Harvest, Road of Life Intersects with Death, Christian End Time Prophecy Interviews on Classic Warren Radio, and do not miss these Warren Radio episodes for October 18th through the 20th. Wednesday's Advocacy Show, Light of the World, Lawless People, Conversion, Martyr, Advocacy, Persecuted Church. Thursday's Battle Lines, Isaiah's Series, Righteous Salvation, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 193 on Battle Lines. Friday, Sound the Shofar, Kingdom War and the Coming King. Obedience or Rebellion, Part 7. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana G. Smith. Everything was okay, or so they thought. A truth so unbelievable, it took a miracle to fight back. Don't miss The Rising. And the Rising continues the story of Mac a former black op sniper, and details the takeover of America. And hidden within the storyline of the rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. And you can get your copy of the rising by going to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Ingram, Walmart, Angus & Robertson, and the rising ebook can be found on Google Play. You can also get your copy of The Rising by going to danaglinsmith.com. And while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. 
And now I welcome in the watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yeah, it's a mess. Well, greetings. Welcome to another Friday. Yep, another Friday. This is Sound the Shofar, and I'm the Watchman, Dana Smith. I was a watchman before being a watchman was cool. We're looking at the kingdom war and the coming king. This is our Friday show, which means it's a little more comfortable. We have a series. We go through it. This is the Kingdom War and the Coming King, Part 9. Admonitions. Where would we be without admonitions? Admonitions are warnings. Admonitions. I don't think much about the word admonition. But when you get into the thick of it, <laughs> you know, it just means instructions, warnings, things you should know. We're going to begin in Luke. Shabbat begins tonight. Israel's at war. Biden still don't know where he's at. He got lost in the bathroom. But that's okay. He finally got out. So he can lead the country. Barack Obama took the weekend off. So now Biden's on his own. And the corrupt justices in America are still corrupt. But there is justice. Because every one of these corrupt judges will pay the price for their corruption. For their pride. And the wickedness which they do. So when we look at the kingdom war and the coming king, there is a coming king who will render to all men according to their works, including wicked, evil judges. 
Now I could give you a few names, but I ain't going to. The Lord can take care of them. So it's interesting to note too that one of the, in tonight, uh, today's show rather, we're beginning in the 12th chapter of Luke. And in Luke chapter 12, verse 1, <laughs> he's got a big crowd around him. Now here it says an innumerable multitude of people. And it was so crowded they trod upon one another. And the first thing he says, the first thing he says this huge crowd Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. Now you see, the Pharisees are the ones that knew the law. They're the ones that trod around town. Yeah, they knew who they were. And these Pharisees would challenge any of these Jews if they got so much as a titler of the law screwed up. Now come to find out the king of kings and lord of lords says, hey, beware of the leaven or, or the teaching of the Pharisees. Later on he says, do not do what they do, which is hypocrisy. You know, and the biggest enemy that the Lord faces, faced was not the Romans. Even when they took the Lord to the Roman authorities to have him killed, you know, he couldn't find any fault in them. But they said that he made himself as God, you know. He, well, he called God his father. We are all children of the Lord. Even the unruly. He is the God of all souls. So, you know, so if you live in America or wherever you live, if one of your biggest enemies are the religious, well, welcome to the club. It's interesting. So when we look at admonitions, the first thing, watch out for the leaven of the Pharisees. Don't do what they're doing. Don't listen to them. They're hypocrites. And the very next verse, he says, there's nothing covered that's not going to be revealed. There's nothing hid that shall not be known. Good. I am sick to death of hearing about Biden and all the things he did, uh, you know. Do you think Biden thought up all this by himself? <laughs> the liars are out there in front. The ones that are putting him up to it. You see him, you see him every day. Yeah. 
He was at a speech the other day and he even read period. So apparently they type everything out. When it comes to a period, they write the period out. So he's reading along and he says, period. <laughs> Give instructions to him that when you see the word period, don't read it or comma. But he won't remember that. Biden isn't innocent, but he didn't think up all this stuff to destroy America on his own. I can guarantee you that. So, we'll get off hypocrisy for a minute. And there's nothing covered that shall not be revealed. So, all of the hypocrisy... <laughs> Hypocrisy. Now that's not all. Everything's going to be revealed. There's going to come a day. There's not going to be one nation, one government, one people anywhere that was born at any time that is not going to stand up and find the Son of God looking at them and judging them. I mean, can you imagine waiting lines? You know, in some places there's huge waiting lines, but what about eternity? God the Father's on the phone, God the Son. All the saints are actually overwatching, and the choirs are in the back, the justices, the judges that sit before the throne. Everybody's there. God the Father and the Son of God. And you have these people walk up. It's not going to be a fun sight. But you see, everybody's going to be there. Everything's going to be known. Nothing is going to be hid. There is nothing that is not going to be revealed. There's nothing that's going to be hid. There's nothing that is not going to be made known. All the secrets, all the lies, all the hypocrites, all the murderers, all those who have done things secretly, every little detail is going to come out. So in part nine, we're talking about admonitions, those little things that you should know, little hints. Number one, watch out who you're listening to and watch out for hypocrisy. And remember that whenever you decide to do something, one day you're going to stand before the Lord. Everything is going to be revealed. So the best thing is to do is seek the Lord. Believe on Him. Have a relationship with Him. And anything you do wrong, you just go to the Lord and confess it to Him and get it out in the open. Then you won't have to worry about it because it's already under the blood. So the first admonition is hearing the voice. That's the voice of the Lord that gives you little details. Come in form of thoughts. Sometimes it can come in a visible voice. And I could tell you a few stories about that, true stories. 
Because there's not just the voice of the Lord that wants to talk to you. And of course, you hear the other voices many times in your thought life, because that's how the enemy works. So you need to rebuke those in Jesus' name. Now see, I've got a little formula. This is what I do all the time. I teach it to my kids, my grandkids. I rebuke that thought in Jesus' name. I rebuke the spirit behind that thought in Jesus' name. And in Jesus' name, I cast that foul spirit into outer darkness. Now see, that's the part I like. Cast them into outer darkness. Now so far, you know, when you begin to do this, you know, you're going to have a battle. But once the water's calm, these enemies of your thought life are going to take a break. And they might come back. A lot of them, you know, but that's where you need to focus on the Word of God. Now see around here, and I've also got listeners that I know, and they do the same thing. <clears throat> I have my... I've got an old classic stereo system. I don't know, somewhere out of the 60s. And so it'll play tapes and cassettes, so it may be a little newer than that. Not a lot newer. But I just, uh, I have a bunch of files of scripture. So I set on my various playlists and they play all day long. Cleanse this house. Cleanse my mind with the washing of the water by the word. Let me focus on you, O Lord. That's admonition number two. Get the word of God. Read the word of God. Listen to the word of God. Get it in your gut. And I tell people to get the book of John. And read it. Every morning. Until you get tired of reading. Now see, I, I listen to the Word of God. Every morning, about 4 or 5 in the morning. I'll sit there and listen. And, and I know. Because when there's a word that comes that I need to do something with, I know it. And if it's a phrase, many times it'll come in a phrase that works with articles, too. I know what I have to write about, but I'm going to research it. I'm going to write it, because I'm a writer. I'm a wordsmith. That's because I can write, you know, a 25, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 word article in one sitting within a very short time. Because I started writing before I was 10 years old. 
by the time I reached 10 and I was still writing and I was actually writing stories I was told one day when you grow up you'll be writing all the time there will come a time in your life that you will be writing I wrote all the time and today I wait for the article and it's not dictating words to me I'm the wordsmith but the Lord fills my bucket and I sit down and write every thought every word everything comes flows right into it anybody that's a writer that's experienced and knows this they know how the process works admonitions allow the Lord to work in your life allow him and the Spirit of God to guide your thoughts and your heart remember life isn't easy life is really a real pain you see I'm I'm still a young man I ain't gonna tell you my age but it doesn't matter Because I'm young, I'm strong, I'm well, by the grace of God. And we've been doing this show for 25 years. Before that, Tower and I, the first time she knew a phrase, America as you know it would cease to exist, I told her in 1973. Because I was told before that, the same voice that told me I would be writing told me America as you know it will cease to exist as you know it America as you know it will cease to exist it already has so none of this is surprising to me I knew about it so that's why we're looking at the kingdom war Really, the war is on the part of the wicked one. God isn't warring. He's already in charge. Christ has already won on the cross. He's the king. The ones that have to do the warring are you and I. The devil don't go up to God anymore because he is kicked out of heaven. And he... don't mind cursing the Lord and saying everything there is against him but one day his time will come one day we will be redeemed so when we talk about admonitions you see admonitions the Word of God living at this time looking at what's going on 
We are reaching into the end of days in this episode of the Kingdom War and the Coming King. But see, this Kingdom War is one of light versus darkness, good versus evil. It's simple. You have to discern what is wrong. Now see, when I was raised, I was taught right from wrong. But there were times in my life I was rebellious and I did the wrong things on purpose. But God gives you a choice. Even when you're a believer. And when you're in the pastorate, temptations will come. And I've seen many a good pastor, Christian leader, get in trouble. But see, the issue today is that millions of people are dangerously unaware of their own redemption in the light of ongoing delusion and wickedness. In other words, they don't know. Unless you tell them, unless you're the light, they don't know. They're lost. See, the kingdom of God is going to come. There is no power on earth, above the earth, under the earth, anywhere, at any time, that's going to stop the kingdom of God from coming. And it will flourish. But the wicked and the unbelieving will find themselves short of it. And all those who push other religions, other avenues of salvation, besides that which is written in the Gospels, will also be found wanting. So we go through the Word of God and we look at authoritative counsels and warnings concerning the Kingdom War and the coming King, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, the faithful and true one. So it's important, hearing the voice, being aware of hypocrisy and the leaven of not only the Pharisees, because you and I probably don't meet a Pharisee, which is a Jew. Now, not all Jews are hypocrites. Uh, That's not what I'm saying. I've known many Jews. I've known many ministries by Jews. And I've benefited. And you got to be careful what you do because unless you're under the blood, you've been born again. There's nothing that's going to be covered. There's nothing that is going to be completely hid. There's nothing, absolutely nothing, that is not going to be revealed, that is not going to be known. Now the Lord gives a little hint here, whatever you have spoken in darkness will be heard in the light. And that's where the kingdom of darkness works. 
And when you get into the cities, that's why there's such a mess. Because the kingdom of darkness has infiltrated the big cities. And there are good people in these big cities. I heard of one today. He's a black guy. And it's very relevant that he's black. Because in the black community, there's a lot of violence. There's a lot of problems. But there was two black teens who were fighting. And around them, of course, were a bunch of their friends. All black. So we're getting ready for a fight. Suddenly an adult comes up. And he was concerned about these kids fighting. And he began to talk to them. They didn't want to listen. But they started listening. And he says, what are you fighting over? He turned to one guy and says, what are you fighting for? And he said, he just came to me. I don't know what I'm fighting for. I'm here to defend myself. And the other guy, he wasn't as willing to say much. But he kept talking to him. Talked him out of it. They shook hands. And he said, you're adults. There's responsibilities, you know. It's very good talk. I was so blessed to see this guy talking to those kids. Because in my heart, I hate these kids to go into darkness and be led astray. I don't care what race, what creed, what color they are. They're kids. And I don't like their moms and dads being in darkness. I don't like all the drugs and all the other things we have in the world. But there's many people that won't listen. Everybody knows John 3.16. But if you read the context of it, John 3.16 and follow down about five verses and read that and study it. Not all are going to come to the light of Jesus Christ. Because when you come to the light of Jesus Christ, that light will reveal every sin in your life. It's like a searchlight for the soul. See, and he explains this this way when we talk about hypocrisy and what we tend to do he said therefore whatsoever you've spoken in darkness will be heard in the light and it will the light of Christ it will and the word of God will bring it out the spirit of God will bring it out even if you're not saved even if you don't know the Lord you will be confronted with this eventually So whatsoever you have spoken in darkness shall be heard in the light. And that which you have spoken in the ear in closets shall be proclaimed upon the housetops. And I say unto you, my friends, be not afraid of them that kill the body. And see, we have a lot of people that are murderers today. A lot of people get killed. There's a lot of violence in America. 
after that have more no more than they that they can do so be not afraid of them that kill the body and once they kill the body they can't do anything the body's dead and he says I'll tell you who you're going to fear fear him which after he has killed you know killed the body he has the power to cast into hell what does he cast into hell the soul Yea, I say unto you, fear him. And his point is that there's an overruling power. You can't walk and live carelessly like America is doing. And America's going to pay for it. We've got corruption in our politics, corruption in the Democrat Party, corruption in the Republican Party. But the whole key is he leads them. Through all of this. He says, are not five sparrows sold for two farthings? You get five birds for two. Those are for sacrifices. I doubt they're eating sparrows. and Because it's cheap. Not one of them is forgotten before God. But the very hairs of your head are numbered. Fear not, therefore, you are more valuable than many sparrows. <laughs> you know, in other words, don't worry in other places in in the Gospels. He goes into more detail. But see, one of the things you have to understand here, he's leading them to some points that are very relevant. And also I say unto you, whosoever shall confess me before men, him shall the Son of Man also confess before the angels of God. That's the word of your testimony. And you'll find that very thing in Revelation. And they overcame by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony. They loved not their lives unto the death. Whosoever shall confess me before men, the Son of God shall confess him before the angels of God. But he that denies me before men shall be denied before the angels of God. And whosoever shall speak a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But those that blaspheme against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven. Because you're saying he has an unclean spirit. And when they bring you into the synagogues, magistrates, and powers, don't think about how or what you're going to say or how you're going to answer it for the Holy Ghost shall teach you in that same hour what you want to say that's only if you know the Lord and have received him and you have followed him if you're in darkness you're not going to get any help and in the last verse he was asked 
Master, can you speak to my brother that he divides my inheritance? He said, Who made me a judge or a divider over you? Then he warns him about covetousness, because a man's life consists not in the abundance of the things which he possesses. See, these are the things when you talk about. And America is great in the covetousness and the possessions and wanting things. Look what they do in a lot in a lot of the big cities, especially California. They have bankrupt huge cities. You know, especially the the businesses. They go in there and they literally clean the shelves. And everybody stands around and just watches these nincompoops. Very few will stand up. They're usually by themselves. And some of these kids carry guns. I mean, talk about easy. Take in a bag with six of your buddies, cover your faces up, wear a hoodie. Nobody does anything. And they've tried to defund the police in many areas before they started this, so there's no cops. They took away the power of the cops that are there. Talk about a crock. You have no law. So then he talks about the parable of the rich man. And the rich man is really rich because he has nowhere to bestow his fruits. So he says, I'm going to pull down the barns and build greater, and there I will bestow all my goods and fruits. You know, so he's going to store it up. Well, a lot of people store their stuffs up. You know, a farmer. My granddad was a farmer, and he grew sugar beets for holly sugar. Big, big contract for all the farmers. And they had to store them someplace. That isn't the sin. The sin is when the guy says, I'll say to my soul, Soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. Now that is, you know, actually you can look at our... <laughs> Constitution and Bill of Rights. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's almost like take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. And God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which you have provided? So is he that layeth up treasure for himself is not rich toward God. Now, if you were a Christian or a believer, and you had and you stored up stuff, you know, the difference would be the work of the Spirit of God and the fact that Christian believers give of their money and give of their time. Most of them do. 
but there are Christians that won't give anything to anybody. I, we have a program, our program, Advocacy for the Persecuted Church, on Wednesday. And uh, we do the show in our studio, then I upload everything. And we tell people the stories of the persecuted church, true. And we tell them the companies, the nonprofits, the humanitarian organizations that work, and tell them to go visit them and donate to them. So this guy didn't lay anything up for anybody other than himself and he didn't take God in mind for nothing. And there, there's, <laughs> there's rich people just like that. So he goes on to say, take, he says, therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life what you're going to eat, neither for the body, or what you're going to put on. Life is more than meat, the body more than raiment. And he goes through and he tells them all this, you know, the ravens, you know, they don't sow and reap, but God feeds them. And he says, aren't you better than the fowls? You're already, he already told you that you're better than the sparrows. He goes through that whole thing to tell you how short life is. And he says, And seek not ye what you're going to eat or drink, or be of doubtful mind. For all these things do the nations of the world seek after, and the Father knows what you have need of. So seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. You know, one of the last things he said is where your treasure is, there you, that's where your heart's going to be. And that's true. But see, America... And, and many of the nations, America gets castigated because we've been so rich. We've had so much. And we have all had trouble living in that lifestyle. We, we really have. Because we're a nation for many, many years. You know, there was adversity... But there wasn't like there was in other countries. We were a step ahead. During World War II, we were on the front lines with Germany and on the front lines in the South Pacific with the Japanese. And yet, we had no major invasion like Europe. We had a few of them try to land on outlying areas. Now, see, in America, we were re ready for it. 
my grandfather worked for the government and our family was on Catalina and during the time of Pearl Harbor he told my dad take the gun go down to the wharf shoot anything that comes out of the sky meaning they were expecting an invasion of Japanese to be parachuted in because Catalina was right on the front. Granddad spent time patrolling the coast during the war as part of his duties. He patrolled them anyway because he was the one that worked for the game and fish that took care of poachers and everything else. He knew what guns were. You didn't mess with him, could he, sh he could shoot straight. Our family had a boat. Now see, I'm not a, I'm not an ocean goer, but uh, they were. You see, there was blessings, even though we went to war at home the women kept the factories going because the men were out losing their lives and there was women out there too and they lost their lives I was in the service during Vietnam but I was stationed on the east coast and I was over on the west coast but see life is is one of those things that you are going to have tribulation like the Lord said. Now another admonition is to keep the watch. Be watchful. Know the seasons and the times you're living in. And you yourselves, like unto men that wait for the Lord, when he will return from the wedding, that when he cometh and knocketh, they may open unto him immediately. Blessed are those servants whom the Lord, when he comes, shall find watching. Verily I say unto you that he shall gird himself, and make them to sit down to meet, and will come forth and serve them. If he shall come in the second watch or come in the third watch <clears throat> and find them so doing, blessed are those servants. And this know that if the good men of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not suffered his house to be broken through. Be also therefore ready, for the Son of Man comes an hour when you think not. See, the problem of it is you get in the end of days, there's a lot of people that are scoffers at this and they don't believe it but he is going to come in an hour when mankind will not expect it but see you're to watch and this is one of those things you do automatically
I was specifically called to this end time ministry. Specifically called to do stuff over the internet with technology. The reason being is when the internet and all this technology and computers really started catching on, I was already working on it. I was there in the beginning when, <laughs> you know, the speed is, you know, when we finally got up to 1200 kilobytes, that was amazing. We didn't have audio. We did not have pictures. We had little sites where you could post messages, message boards. Now we've come a long ways. But this technology now with the AI is going to get to the point where it will enslave mankind. So we're watching. And I warn about things while people really don't know what they are. I also use the Word of God a lot. And there are times when you know things that nobody else does. I knew long beforehand that Biden was not going to win, not because I researched it, because I didn't. I knew why. I knew quite a bit. Then I was warned about some other things he was going to do. That there would be a coup d'etat. And I was told that it wasn't a coup d'etat to get rid of Biden, but it was a coup d'etat that through the Biden administration they would try to overthrow the United States. That's exactly what they were doing, what they did do and what they're doing today. And I tell people, But a majority don't listen, and if they do, it goes in one ear out the other, or it lounges around in a mine somewhere, and then they just forget. But the biggest thing that we're to do, number one, come to the Lord, confess our sins, walk in his light as he walked in the light, First John 1. We must be born of the Spirit, John chapter 3. We must receive him, John chapter 1. And confession is another big part of that, Romans 3 through 7. But see, the thing of it is, the kingdom war right now is all around us. And these are just a few things that I'm 
covering right now. And there's a lot of other things that uh, that we could talk about, but I'm simplifying it, bringing you some important things, but also I do this as an example, not to tell you everything, because that's your job. I'm not here to tell you everything. You're to live by faith. You're to read the Word of God. You're to pray. You're to fast. You're to look to the Lord. Being a Christian is highly, highly intelligent. And it takes a lot of guts. Especially if you're overseas in the persecuted areas where we cover, which is literally around the world. It takes guts. These pastors going out every day, they're persecuted all the time. When you ask them, are you persecuted? Yeah, we're persecuted all the time. I go out and I and I don't know if I'm going to come back alive. You know, I'm See, this is living in peril. This goes on all the time. All the time. People hate Israel. But Israel, a lot of times, are safe. They've got an army. The Christians that are going out a lot of these places, they don't have anything. They go out by themselves with a couple of their friends, those in the congregation. But see, when they get attacked, <clears throat> their attackers are usually big groups and they have sticks and knives and guns but I know one story where they go out this one group of believers from a certain village and they went out and there was other tribes around and uh, they were out near a lake and all of a sudden this tribe came and surrounded them and it looked like they were going to die but you see this little group of men these believers they had taken some food and stuff over to this tribe and that's what they also do and so the tribe became friendly and they came to know the Lord but there's also a lot of death up there and see in America there is going to be more violence in America because of Joe keeping the border open you're going to have a lot more terrorism. I warned years and years and years ago about what was coming. And you're seeing stuff here that should never be going on. But it is. Because of the way America went and our leaders and how they led this country.
So you need to take it upon yourselves and take care of your family. Seek the Lord. Trust Him. And get into the Word of God. Read it and read it and read it again. Like I said, listen to the book of John. You can do that with any book and just listen to it. Read it. And it'll begin to really sink in in a different way. After about 20 or 30 times. Yeah. This isn't an action novel. This is the Word of God. And you need to pay attention to it. Father, thank you for your word. Bless your word to those who hear this whenever they do. Lord, bless these people. Open their understanding. Take care of them and their families. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, and the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming, and receiving of this word in Jesus' name. Now thank you for listening. Thank you for stopping by. Go by our websites at warn-usa.com warn, w-a-r-n-usa.com or danaglinsmith.com now, if you don't know how to spell that, go to warn-usa.com, look up in the nav bar, and you'll find a link to our other site. We are the WIBR Warn Radio. May God bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he enlighten your path so you know where you're going. And may he keep you and your family safe. Be at peace. Have joy. Know the Lord and trust him. Until next time. This is the Watchman and Fort Tower. Shalom. Have a great weekend. And take care of you and your family. And stay safe. And happy in the Lord. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.